You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome everybody to the Mind of the Meanie. For a weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. Cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Barnard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie! What's on your mind? Well... A sad day. I have lost my blue check mark. <laughs> I feel like we need tops or something playing right now. I yeah, I was you know I thought to do that like as you're doing that read, I was like oh, of course because we're always on time with this show. <laughs> my bad, dude. Or breaking news: the blue meaning has lost his blue check mark on Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special announcement. The Blue Mini, also known as Brian Heffron, has lost his blue check mark on Twitter. We send a special shout out to Blue Mini and Keith Olbermann and Donald Trump and everyone else who lost their blue check mark earlier this week. It's a sad day here. In Philadelphia, I don't know how we're gonna how we will endure. Right. How are you feeling right now at this moment? I don't even know if I know who I am anymore. Are you still a real person without it? I I feel real but incomplete. It feels like it feels like I got punched in the dick. It doesn't feel right. Man. Why? I don't understand, man. Like, I, I guess I, I canceled my blue, my Twitter yeah. blue, and I had a pre-Elmo yeah. before he took over because it allowed me to um, post longer videos for, my, for Foundation Radio and also to edit my tweets because sometimes I misspell stuff when I'm typing. And I did an update or something, and then it was like, oh, here's your blue check mark. I was like, okay, dope. And now I can't get rid of it, so now I look like one of these clowns and it's like, I don't want this fucking thing. Like, I don't, I don't care that much. Like, I really don't give a shit. Even after you canceled it? Yeah, I canceled it. I think I canceled it. What month is it? April? It's April 21st today. And I canceled it last month. I think it was the end of February I canceled it. So. Maybe that's. Just sign up for a month and then cancel. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, have to ch- I'll check my settings, but I don't think it came out again. But I know I canceled it at some point within, within like February or March. So it might be coming off pretty soon, but in any event, I don't, I think the issue for me is, and you can elaborate if you'd like to, it's just, it's, 
it just feels like there's going to be so many problems with this going forward. What, what, what's your thoughts on the, the loss of the blue check mark? I just, uh, anybody could do it. Then somebody could just create a fake account for whoever and spy the verification. And, you know, there, it's the whole thing was to verify the, the, the check mark was to verify that somebody's a real person. Right. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't get it. I, I, I get why he's doing it because he fucking overpaid for Twitter. Yeah. And he's trying to, it's like, you know, like when a, a, like a local corner store is doing bad business and they uh, get like candy machines in the store to help boost sales or they get some kind of shitty thing that they would never sell, but oh my God, we got to make some extra money here. You know? Yeah. I got uh, you know what? I'll make him pay for the blue check marks. Yeah, that'll work. Yes, I'll make the blue mini blue pay for his blue check mark. <laughs> God, it's so silly. It's so, I was watching uh, Rich Eisen. Yeah, uh, and he was a uh, he was on air when he he went to check to see, and he watched as his blue check mark came off his Twitter. Wow. It's like it's like he watched it happen in real time, which is funny. That's crazy, but man. It's a fucking shit show. It is, and it's just it it's a it's a shame because like Twitter forever felt like the only platform that I really enjoyed, like overall, right? Like I got my news there, like some of my news and my breaking news, and then able to follow people that I you know like it was just like like interacting with people right like it was it was cool but like now it's like i don't know it just feels like a cesspool i i might actually to be honest with you i might actually quit twitter now like i know we've talked about it a couple of times before but it just feels the the platform feels broken now and i don't know like there's nothing there's nothing exciting there for me anymore does it make you want to quit now i ain't gonna quit uh it's they got that new for you thing which is it's everything that's not for me, which is weird. <laughs> people that are blocked, people that I muted, people that I don't follow. Yeah. What's this for you bullshit? I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, can we just have like the Twitter we had? Yeah. I, don't. I wanted to go. I wanted it to go back. I wanted to go back to the way it was. Like, I, I don't want any of these changes. I don't want this shit. I really don't care. Like, I, I don't care about a fucking verification. Like, I, you know, they verified me on Instagram and I'm like, okay, great. Fine. Awesome. I don't want it. I, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me that much. But I know that there's people on here who, you know, it's, a, but it, some people view this as a status symbol, but it's also like, it's a safety issue. Like I, I and it, it, you know, if I want to follow the blue meanie, I know that this is legitimately the blue meanie. Like it was a whole safeguard there. And now it's just, I don't know. Uh, Andrew Bailey has indicated though, uh, breaking news. If you want to hit your, uh, your six ABC button there, Andrew Bailey has given us breaking news. That wasn't Rich Eisen. I, I'm Rich Eisen now. So Shackleford, Rich Shackleford Eisen. Breaking news. <laughs> he has taken over as Rich Eisen on Twitter, which fabulous mazel. Um, yeah, it's been a it's been a weird week. But <laughs> excuse me, how are you, Meanie? How is everything else going? Doing oh, well. I've been sick as a fucking dog for like allergy wise. Just been fucking brutal. Like my head is like fucking putty factory mm. i am just just fucking full of you know all the all the fun stuff all the accoutrement 
The accoutrements. I look like a, my, I sneeze and it looks like a fucking Boston cream factory. Oh. It's like, but, uh, <laughs> uh, I still have a little bit of a cough, but mm. there's a couple of times, like even with, you know, doing the last episode, fucking trying to talk and like, I, you know, I, when you we would talk, I'd have to fucking mute myself. I'd just have a fucking cough fest. I, I'm doing better now though, but right. Holy shit, that was fucking. No, it's been a rough, rough couple of weeks where like my head just feels totally underwater. Man, uh, doing good, doing good. You know, just uh, a low inside baseball we're recording on four twenty one at five eleven p.m. on a Friday. Uh, yesterday was four twenty. I had myself a nice little edible and uh, went nighty night. Uh, slept like a baby. Woke up. You know, did some chores, did some errands. And uh, we're here. Yeah. We're here. Uh, a little more inside baseball doing the doubleheader because you will be traveling next week. So yes. next week will be a, another Ask Me Anything, which is probably my favorite um, segments to do. Um, but yeah, I'm doing good. Um, nothing spectacular. Just uh, regular old meteor here. I love it, man. I've noticed, I'm noticed, looking at myself today, too, like, I noticed that my allergies, and again, like, for, you know, if you weren't in the Green Room show, which you could have been in the Green Room show, if you go to patreon.com slash mind of the meaning and sign up today to become a part of the pod squad. Also, shout out to the pod squad that's going to be here today, and then also later today as we record this show and next week's show, but um, I, I can see in my face I'm swollen because, like, it's, like, I'm still getting pollen cockied. And I'm looking at myself, I'm like, I'm not this fat. Like, I know I've put weight back on since the pandemic, which is a whole fucking other thing. But, like, I know I'm not this big. And I'm staring at myself, and I'm like, fuck, my, like, I, and I can visually see it. When the weather changes and it gets warmer, it's like my face puffs out. And I, the baby had my, one of my, my allergies. It's one of those kid-safe bottles, and she's been, you know, fucking playing with it. So I can't find it. So my face is all fucked up. I like, can't breathe, you know. Um yeah, man, life is good right now. Um, and also, to go back to what Travis was saying, and this kind of can tie into the next thing that we can talk about on today's uh, program, uh, as Gigi Mom might say, uh, Twitter isn't the real world. I don't lose much sleep over any of it. And yeah, man, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, that's one thing I think that bothers me the most is the tribalism of stuff on Twitter. Oh, of course. And of course. it's like... I see people tweeting at, at, at friend of the show, Cameron Hawkins, who did a great write-up on, on Sting recently, by the way. You can go and follow him at Seahawk. A fantastic write-up on Sting. Um, but they're always tweeting him all these like tribalistic questions about AEW versus WWE, and he's like, I don't give a shit. Like, you guys like whatever you like. I, I don't care. And yeah. I wish more people were like that. And it's like there's a whole – there's all this conversation now about Jay White and the, the, the commander fight and, and you know, uh, why he didn't go to WWE and Gunther and all the – it's just like, guys, just – it's it's overwhelming at a certain point where it's like I can't like there's so much negativity and I feel like the entire app is just built on that shit and it's just yeah. everybody needs to take an edible I think also a happy RVD day for those that celebrate when we missed it uh, you know Thursday but happy I hope you left your milk and cookies out for Snoop Dogg and and, and Rob but yeah. um, I think just you know Twitter's the latest place to be toxic but like I mean go back to the 90s late 90s early 2000s like message boards were the fucking worst yeah or, or the comment section oh. of the news article you go read you know somebody posted a news article oh you go through the fucking comment section that's a, that's where you're 
you know, your will to live goes to fucking die. In the <laughs> yeah, dude. So, but now it's just those people have ventured over to Twitter. It's like a, it's like a zombie horde. Yeah. You know, it's like a people. Okay. We're on the message boards now. Oh, oh, oh hold on. Let's, uh, we're going to make a Yui, uh, go over here to the comment section of, uh, any, any popular thing, whether it's music or wrestling. Uh, let's uh, ruin those people's lives. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> let's uh, have a little hopscotch and uh, hop on over to Twitter. Yep. Where our lives are so miserable and our life sucks so bad. Let's uh, let's share the love. Let's sh- let's share the suck yep. and suck this uh, other people's lives. You know, that's all it is. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a vocal minority of people who are miserable with their own fucking lives. So they have to feel the need to go out and make other people miserable. So it's crazy. It's just, it's very frustrating. And, and I feel like, again, as Elmo has sort of taken over and, and done more to it, it's just like the negativity just continues to bubble up to the top. So, um, again, I'm going to have to say Saturday night live is dropping the ball by not bringing back Mike Myers to do a, an Elmo fucking bit. You Thank know? you. Thank you. I'm yeah. glad I'm not the only one who hadn't thought that because he could fucking crush that accent of his. He could absolutely crush Elmo's accent and just do he a did, fucking great job. He kind of sort of did a character like that with uh, that black and white character. I can't think of the name of the character. It was a black and white. And oh, like yeah. The black turtleneck. On. He's like, yes, that's literally. Yes, I remember I, that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. What was that character's name? That's a visual for uh, Patreon.com. That's right. Me. I'm looking him up right now. Uh, character SNL. What the hell? I can see it in my head. Oh, like uh, yeah, Sprockets. Yes. And he, would you like that's my monkey? Yep. And he would, you know, he'd dance around. <laughs> yeah. It's Elmo. It's literally Elmo. Yes. That would be the perfect fucking reprise or yeah. Reprisal of that. That character would be Elmo, but, um, yeah. So, uh, I feel like we talk about him every week and we're going to have to talk about him now. Um, he should, um, the, well, we we talking code about him. I you know, I try not you know that you know. Here's a, you know, there's people in my life or who have been in my life that are no longer in my life, and I refuse to say their name because I'm afraid if I say their name one too many more one too many times, they'll pop up like fucking Beetlejuice. Yes, or the Candyman. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, we we bring that person up. I try not to say him by name. We're saying yeah, he's uh, a. Yeah. Currently a uh, currently on injury in the uh, AEW locker room, and uh, apparently he's coming back. And oh, that guy. Not yeah, not the other guy. Would you think of the other guy? I was talking about that guy. I was oh, talking I was about, talking about oh, I, and then you, oh no, just... <laughs> no, I was talking about Chick Magnet. No, we're talking about CM Punk. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to pick your brain on this because I had a little like a uh, little brain or like a mouth fart. About it, um, obviously, and I can pick your brain because obviously, as we know, with the logo, it, it flops. Oh, it's the Canadian headdress. But, um, uh, <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, so apparently, the story yes, is. Uh, thank you. Uh, the story is is that they are not only a CM Punk uh, coming back, but they're also creating a separate television show just to house him, and and I say house him, but like just to allow him to work without having to interface with the elite. 
And I want to get your opinion on it. And then I'll, if it's okay to have the floor, I'll tell you mine. Because it's mine of the meaning, not mine of the atom. But I'm curious to know your take on on the potential. Because it sounds like AEW Collision, which is a, apparently the name of the show, has been announced yet. At least as of this recording. This is, again, Friday, April 21st. So it, it may have happened by now. We don't know. Um, but that's the name of the show. And the story is, is that this is going to be CM Punk's vehicle. So I'm curious to get your take on the potential of an AEW collision headed by CM Punk. Well, it's going to kind of be like a version of a brand split when you think about it. Uh, look, I like the Bucks. I like Omega. Uh, I like CM Punk. That's not me just being a fence center. That's just I get along with. I get along with them. I like them all. And I hate that when people I like hate each other, but <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be a, and, and I'll say this, look, as much as I hate seeing them argue, I am kind of a chaos junkie. So, you know, if somebody's fighting and I'm not involved, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll get the popcorn. I'm like, oh shit, I don't want to see this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's so many things going on. Like speaking of Twitter, I can't leave Twitters or social media just because there's so many like down low fights mm-hmm. or yeah you know, going on. Down. I'm just like, oh, 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 refresh, refresh. <laughs> I don't want to watch this. Yes, I do. I want to watch it. So uh, back to uh, AWC and Punk. Um, this will be great. I uh, as a chaos junkie, I just want to see. You have the CM Punk show, and then you have this show where the leader on and let's see how the ratings I, I, I I'm the, you know I'm not Mr. fucking ratings but that's another guy that, that company's obsessed with ratings yeah a little and too punk, a little too much the punk show does a smidge or uh, I can't imagine the reaction if the punk show outdoes the collision outdoes the rampage on a Saturday yeah. night of all things, Saturday night yeah. apparently six oh five. Yeah, which is which is like an homage uh, to you know WCW Saturday night, which is fine. But uh, also, it's going to be create an interesting uh, vacuum in the locker room where, okay, what roster is going to be on the CM Punk show, and will they be seen as traitors or as in as they say on on social media traders, you know, <laughs> you're a day trader. Instead of saying somebody's a T R A I T O R trader, they say they're a T R A D E R trader. And that's the name of the episode right there. You're a trader exclamation point. Not a trader. <laughs> it's trader, not trader. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's, it's going to be interesting. Like, Who's going to be the? It's it's kind of like trying to break it, breaking and crossing a uh, picket line. Yeah. Who's going to be like? Oh, I'll go do the punk show. And how are they going to be viewed by the people who want to be on the elite show? You know. It's it's. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. There's so many different like variables there, and I'm all for it. Uh, and this could this is could be like the legit competition that you know WWE is looking for between SmackDown and Raw. But there's like these real, this real life tension there. So, but you know, hey, 
you're paying punk millions of dollars. Punk wants to work. Punk wants to earn his paycheck. And this, you know, this is the best way to do it. Then so be it. Now, the only thing that'll be interesting is when it comes to like pay-per-views, is it going to be a CM Punk brand pay-per-view or is it going to be an EV or will they be able to coexist in the same building on the same pay-per-view? Can they coexist? Yeah, dude, look, I, I, I've been in the business at a time where at one point Bret Hart ripped the hair of Shawn Michaels in the locker room of fight and somehow they were able to work together. Thank you. Thank and, you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, fucking Bruiser Brody got murdered in the locker room and somehow guys still fit, worked. It's, and yeah, I, I don't know if that's the right analogy, but like, I mean, it is though. I mean, they, they, Bruce Brody was murdered in the fucking bathroom. And I think they still went on with the show after that. Yeah. Like, I, I think was it Abdullah, the butcher or somebody else was in the, the locker room besides Tony Atlas. Oh no! But besides the, they went on with the show. Guys went back to work for that promotion. But that's what that's, I mean. Yeah, that's the point I, I was trying to make, but I had a brain fart. No, that's uh, what, a, Claritin, a Claritin-induced brain fart. But uh, <laughs> but I get it though. I get it. it's the point where it's like people still. I don't know. I, I can't. Unfortunately, I, I wish I would have remembered this, but I can't remember the name that the, of the man that that murdered uh, Bruiser Brody. But I think was, what was it? Uh, something Gonzalez. That, uh, did he work? Reagan, did he work again after that? He, I think he owned part of the company. That's what I mean. Like, and people still not only did they work with him, but he continued to do business. Like, it's and that's not. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a really serious fucking issue, yeah. right? Like, that's a terrible thing. Yeah, uh, Jose Gonzalez was the wrestler's name, and he go. was known as Invader One, um, yeah. Killer Bruiser Brody, Killing a Bruiser Brody. Um, yeah, and he wrestled again, um, and they they wrestled up through 1984. He wrestled through IWA and WWC. Um, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. I just, it's hard for me to look at it because I'm not in the business, right? I, I've never been in the business. I'm just a guy that sits here and, and I watch the programming. Um, I agree with you. There's a huge part of me that agrees with you. Like, I don't, I don't have any issues with the Young Bucks. I don't have any issues with Kenny Omega. I don't have any issues with CM Punk, right? Except for the fact that he told me he wanted me to eat my shoes. But I feel like this could have been handled so differently. Like, I can't help but look at things from, like, a business perspective because that's what I do in my real, like, in my, my shoot job. And I look at it from a corporate standpoint, and it's like, I can't imagine being like, okay, well, you know, Brian and Adam, you guys are fighting in the office and I'm going to separate it and you guys are going to work two separate shifts at the same time. And you guys like, no, you guys, either you would have to figure it out or somebody's got to go, right? And it's hard for me not to view it that way, even though it's a little difficult to remove myself from it. I am curious, though, it's a good point. Something I didn't think about is how that's going to translate because obviously CM Punk, I mean, that was the first time they had million dollar draws and million dollar gate or million million viewers and million dollar gates. He's the attraction. He is. He I mean, I get literally there. There was not the only other person that could have been bigger than him is John Cena. And that's a or the rock. It's like in an upper crust, upper echelon group of people. But like he has totally sworn off pro wrestling altogether. Yeah. He didn't. 
he didn't go back to Ring of Honor. He didn't go to New Japan. He didn't go to all, well, I don't know if all Japan was there. He didn't go to Japan. He didn't go back to the Indies. He was just done with wrestling. So they get him come come out as a self-imposed wrestling hibernation to wrestle again. And this is how they, and they, they, they botched it, yeah. you know, the, you know, just by uh, whisper campaigns and stuff like that, which happens in wrestling all the time, you know, but, um, and again, like I said, I'll say it again, they did him no favors with that press conference. No, you know, I've said this before. I'm not going to reiterate all of it again, but, um, but he is on the payroll. He wants to work. And if this, it's crazy that they have to create another vehicle just to have the guy who gave them their biggest ratings and, and bigger, biggest houses. <clears throat> it's, it's crazy. I, I think it's going to be the first, I think the tape is June 21st in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, that'll be a sellout. It'll be uh great TV. Um, I don't know if it's going to be live or taped. I think it's supposed uh, to be live. I don't, I don't remember. At least the first one should be live. So they don't have people uh, spoiling the, uh, just so you can have that live reaction beam out to the world all at once. You don't want to have a tape show and then, you know, people with their camera phones, you know, ruin the anticipation by posting on their socials and stuff. But it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm, and I'm all for it. Uh, what, uh, what network is it going to be on? Do you know? I think if I heard correctly, I think it was supposed to be on TNT, if I recall correctly. Okay. So what's with Rampage? Are they still doing Rampage? I don't even know if it still exists. I mean, the ratings are just, I mean, again, it's it's the death spot, right? Like Friday nights at 10 o'clock is, is not a great spot to be at, you know? And, and like, I, look, I get like, and also too, like you have to remember, like they're trying to pack Wembley Stadium. You know, they're going to bring it. They brought Jeff Hardy back. They're Obviously, they're going to try to bring CM Punk back to fill out that stadium and get yeah. as close to a sell. I mean, it's a smart business move. Like, I, and there's so many people, like, there's so many people that have takes on this, and there's so many people that have, uh, you know, uh, conflicting stuff on it. And, like, again, you're right. Like, we, we've litigated it to death here. But, like, they really yeah. didn't do anybody. Like, Tony, Punk, the, the Bucks, Omega, uh, even A Steel. Like, no one came out of that looking any better than the other, right? Like, they all owned a part of that, right? But yep. I think at some point, you have to be able to say, like, is the juice worth the squeeze here at this point? Like, how much are we going to go forward and invest in this and try to keep morale high? Because now you have Jericho involved and Moxley's involved in some to some extent. And it's just like, it just seems almost in some ways counterproductive. But I yeah. think for CM Punk, if he's looking at it, he's like, fuck you guys, I'm going to go and do this my way. And I'm going to have my own show. I don't know. I mean, it's it's not for me to figure out. I mean, it's Tony's company. But, like, I, I, I'm I here for it. I'm going to watch it. I, you know, I, I, I'm a big CM Punk fan. I can't help it. But um, I, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> it just seems like why are we – it just doesn't make any sense. Instead of, like, just being like, okay, guys, how are we going to make this work if we're going to make this work? And then I guess the other question to that is, too – because of this, do you see the Bucks jumping ship to WWE at the end of their contract because of something like this? I don't know. It, it's got. It, I'm sure they look, can they go to WWE? Sure, but would WWE want them? Hmm. It's a good point. 
I mean, it goes back to the, you know, I, I, I ran into a guy on the street. That, well, not, you know, I went to, uh, I ran into somebody and they, I was wearing my Dusty Rhodes shirt and they were talking about Cody Rhodes and the, the, and the title thing. And I was like, yeah, you know, he's, he's good. They were like, I was like, you know, he's just got to, uh, I think in in the WWE's eyes, you know, Cody's guy like, like reestablished himself, and the guy's like, and the guy says to me, yeah, but see all the stuff he did, he did in AEW. I was like, yeah, but it doesn't matter what you did in AEW when you once you come over to WWE, even though he was there, he kind of went off and created the company's competition. So he's kind of got to come back to WWE and reestablish himself, even though he's already been there. Yeah, the same to me would be. It would be the same with me with, to me with the box. They could go to uh, jump from AEW to WWE, but they're gonna have to play by WWE's rules, right? And uh, I don't know if they they would want to do that since they've been they've been you know basically their own bosses for forever through through their indie career through PWG kind of calling their shots in Japan and now, you know, AEW, they're EVPs. Right. So they're going to do, and you don't think the WWE is going to test them once they get over to that locker room. And the, it doesn't matter if you're friends with the, the, the boys, but the office is going to, to test you. Yeah. You know, and then and, and there's, you know, a track record of that, you know, you know, anytime somebody went to WWE from like WCW, Jericho got tested. I got tested. You know, the Dudleys got tested. Right. Yeah, you know, with the, uh, the the acolytes. I was just know? gonna. I was gonna say, yeah. Who tested? If you don't mind me asking, if you already were talking about it, who tested you? Oh, you always get fucking tested. You know, with the fucking first class plane ticket. You know. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it, it doesn't even need to be a match. It's like the plane. Yeah. T- I see. Okay, I'm sorry. I. I Let's see how he reacts to this, you know? Right. And then once he realized I had never really flown for wrestling before, they're like, ah, all right. Right. That's why Joe Briscoe pulled me a lot inside says, look, we know you're new here. We know you're not used to traveling. We know it was an honest mistake, you know? But yeah. then again, they put you the ticket to, you know, the day of the flight. Like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. Like what do they expect you to do? But anyway, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. you know, people get tested, you know? Oh, let's see how we were, you know, uh, Reacts to getting squashed. You know, Karrion Cross, you know, came up from NXT to WWE. They put that silly outfit on him. Yeah. Let's see how he reacts. You know, not saying that he warranted it that, but it's just the mentality of, okay, let's see how so-and-so reacts to something. And once you just play, go along with it and fucking, they swear, everybody swears fucking Dusty was tested with the fucking polka dots, you know? He said he wasn't. They they they've consistently said he wasn't being ribbed. Wink, wink. Yeah, but Dusty's like, even if it was, I'm going to make it work. He's got kids to feed, man. Like, well, no, I mean, you can get tested and throw a temper tantrum and work your way out of a, a high paying job, or you could play ball and no sell it. Yeah, you can no sell it. Oh, fucking uh, Paul Bearer. They give him that fucking giant plane light they carry and earn. <laughs> He's like, the best thing I could do is not sell the rib and act like I really like it. Yeah. He's, you know, Paul Bear would take that light and sit out in the hallway and act like he was polishing it. And, <laughs> oh, and they're just like, ah, oh. all right, you 
you go back to the regular iron. You know, he just no sold it to the point where they're like, all right, this isn't fun. You can go back to your other. We were fucking with you, but it's not fun anymore. Yeah. But, you know, if the punks, uh, the punks can threaten to go to WWE, but they, they might not have fun when they, once they get there because of all the stuff they've done, you know, with, you know, I mean, WWE, some of cease and desist for the, the two sweet stuff and. Oh yeah. The bullet club shit. I forgot about all that. Yeah. They did all the suckets and two sweets and, you know, WWE literally some, uh, a cease and desist. So, and now that, you know, I mean, they were basically the crew, you know, part of the creation of WWE's quote unquote competition. I don't think they're competition, but, uh, cause they, I, I mean that in a way where WWE sees themselves as sports entertainment, not pro wrestling where AEW right. sees to me, it's all pro wrestling. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I is WWE pro wrestling? Yes, but they see themselves as sports entertainment, not pro wrestling. But right, it is what it is. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But uh, uh, yeah, as soon as that punk show uh, is ready to roll, I'll be there watching. I will I'll have. I will have a party. Ch- party tray you know like you know when there's a big event happening this is me like like a sporting event you know the the phillies are in the playoffs the eagles are in the playoffs uh, we'll have a nice spread we'll get some, <laughs> get some shrimp we'll get some fancy cheese and some crackers and some like finger food like it's like it's a party <laughs> you know yep get some you know, crud- get some crudite from wegner's yeah, Phillies are in the playoffs. Oh, let's have some you know, playoff food. You know, this, that, and everything. Uh, we will have a spread ready for the the the, the CM Punk show. Hey, is, I'm with I, you. Man. I am a chaos junkie, so <laughs> I'm about it, bro. Ooh, I got my ear to the door. <laughs> <laughs> Meanie. Yes, Manscaped is here with a deal you can't pass over this Easter season. Do you see what they did there? That was real fancy. Uh, they've, got, right. <laughs> they've got the tools to give you the beautifully decorated eggs of your dreams. Just because it's Easter doesn't mean it's okay to hide those bad boys behind all that tall grass. So make sure your downstairs lawn is mowed. Go get yourself feeling as sweet as candy by going to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping using promo code MindMeany. Meany, how are the crown jewels holding up this Easter season uh, using the products from Manscaped? Uh, the Meany eggs are uh, well kept uh, this this Easter season. I, uh, I love the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer, the Crop uh, Preserver and uh, Ball Deodorant, the, the Crop Reviver, the Toner, the Performance Products or Briefs, which are probably the most comfortable pair of underwear I've ever worn in my life. And uh, to top it off, they give you a beautiful, handsome travel bag to keep it all in. Uh, you know, I'm getting to that age now where I'm getting a vigoda territory. I need that nose and hair, that nose trimmer, the, the hair trimmer and, you know, uh, the, the crop, the, the crop preserver and the deodorant and the revive. I need all that stuff. I, you know, I'll be 50 next month. It, it's, it's coming into play, but, uh, thanks to, uh, Manscaped, uh, you know, I, I'm looking my best and feeling my best. And that's, that's what it's all about is looking and feeling your best meaning. And it's also time to put 
the mini eggs into the perfect basket with the Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped. Inside this Ball Care Buddy Basket, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0, Weed Whacker 2.0, Ears and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toner, and the Performance Boxer Briefs, which absolutely are the most comfortable pair of boxers I have worn in my entire life. Uh, and a travel bag to hold your goodies, not just the ones that are being held by those boxers. The Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is an elite electric trimmer. It has their proprietary advanced skin safe technology that is designed to trim hair on loose skin. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof and equipped with a LED light so you can keep those eggs on, <laughs> you keep those eyes on those eggs even in the dark. The Easter Bunny also mini will let you know dropped off an extra special gift with a performance package by adding the upgraded Weed Whacker 2.0 nose and ears hair trimmer which helps reduce nicks snags and tugs in those delicate nose and ear holes and lord knows i need it because if you can see me right now i got some hangers man looking like i have a full grassy knoll inside my nose this package also comes with their crop preserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner yes you heard that right this is ball deodorant that can change your life April is Easter, but it's also Testicular Cancer Awareness Month, meaning. And Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and giving support to fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as a part of their We Save Balls initiative. So definitely a great time to get these products right now. Don't forget to check your balls. And this is serious. I know we like to joke around on these ads, but it's serious. Check your balls. It can save your life. So go to Manscaped right now, manscaped.com, and save 20% plus free shipping with the promo code MINDMEANY. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code MINDMEANY at manscaped.com. Hop! meanie into the best deal of the year with manscaped and as always we thank them for sponsoring the program listen i'm about it man i'm i i'm gonna watch because i want to see i i would i'm i'm curious i'm that type of guy that drives five miles an hour by a fucking you know car crash i want to see what's going on like that's just that's who i am i can't handle it so uh George Carlin would be like, I'll pull up and say, hey, uh, can you move the bodies closer to the car? Oh, man, look at that. His intestines are inside the glove box. Like, hey, you ever seen anything like that before? So my wife's never seen somebody shaped in that manner uh, before. Can we please bring him <laughs> to the car. Can you drag him over a little closer, please? Yeah, please. That's funny, man. Uh, well. Uh, I got you, George Carlin. I wish yeah. he was alive. God, I would love to hear his take on. <laughs> I wish George Carlin and Bill Hicks were still alive right now. Mitch Hedberg, too. I feel like he would have had some fucking. Yeah, but great. like Bill and George were more of the angry comedians. Yeah. Fucking Mitch. Mitch was great, but he was more the the mellow Stephen Wright, you know, kind of character, you know, personality. I, I, I could use some good anger right now, you know. Well, I mean, also, too, if, you know, Bill Hicks was still alive, then, you know, Dennis Leary would still have a career. But, uh, you know. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, I loved Rescue Me. I thought that was a great show, but like it is kind of bizarre that like, you know, Dennis Leary stopped doing stand up when, when Bill Hicks, Hicks died. Yeah. Oh my God. Um did you ever see that Colin Quinn show, uh Tough Crowd? Yes. Yeah. When with uh he's coming to Geraldo. Greg Geraldo, yes. He punked out 
Dennis Leary so hard on that show. It's on YouTube somewhere. Check it out. And like Leary just stared at him with like these death fucking eyes, no but way. it was, it was so good. Uh, I know Greg Giraldo. I, I, I liked, I liked what's his name. Um, Dennis Leary until I realized he was blatantly just ripping off Bill Hicks. Jack you know? his entire fucking shit, man. That no, that no cure for cancer CD is Bill Hicks's greatest hits. Yes. All, the whole fucking all, thing is lifted. It's, it's not a, people go, Oh, there's so only so many, it wasn't premises. It was just straight up fucking, you know, no, a premise is like a premise is, is George Carlin and Robin Williams. There's a great premise joke, right? So yeah. George Carlin would talk about germs. He had a whole thing in you are all disease and he was talking about germs. And he's like, you know, before they give you the lethal injection, they swab your, they swab your arm with alcohol. Right. And, um, Robin Williams had a, not a directly, like, it was like, you could see, you could make the connection based upon the material that they were talking about that Robin Williams could have thought of that on himself where he was like, you know, they, oh, they're going to swab your arms. Like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, well, we don't want you to get that last second infection. And those are like two very, it's like the same idea, but two very different approaches to the joke. That's something different, right? Like that's, I can see how something like that would happen. But yeah. the no cure for cancer is literally almost bit for bit. Down to mentioning Jim Fix. Yeah. Guy, the world's healthiest man who died from a heart attack while jogging. You know? It's just unbelievable. And he, they both did that. I bet it was a smoker found him, you know? Yeah, and it's like, I've heard this before. Dude, go on uh, YouTube and uh, find the clip of Bill Hicks on the Dennis Miller show and they uh and, and Miller sets him up to fucking just make fun he's like uh Dennis Miller said something in in in, in dropping hints towards you know Leary ripping him off he's like you know what uh, I'm a visionary I did it I did his uh, I actually I copied his act before he did it and I just <laughs> wrapped it in a bow and a present and gave it to him hand delivered it to him and then him and Dennis Miller just start fucking laughing because they both know, you know, yeah. they're fucking shots at them. But. One of my favorite bits is, um, and I do this when I go to hotels now, Greg Giraldo used to go into hotel rooms and he would open the Bible and he would write inside the front cover, like where it says the Holy Bible, he would write all my best God or like my best to G. <laughs> and I fucking laughed so hard the first time I heard that. And I do never, that. I What's that? I never knew that. And I do that now at every fucking hotel I'm at. I will open up the drawers until I find the Bible. I will grab a pen and I'll write either all my best God or <laughs> my best jeans. It's so fun. I just laugh my ass off. I send pictures to my wife every time and she's like, why are you like this? I'm waiting for the episode of Mind Me where you just burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, pal. It's going to happen. Yeah, It'll be yeah, there. Man. In the words of George Carlin, if I'm lying, may he strike this crowd dead. Yeah. <laughs> Joe bless you, everyone. Now that shit is fucking. Joe gets shit done. That's right. You want something done, you got to call Joe. Get it fucking yeah. done, man. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just it's uh, it's been a week, man. It's been two weeks. It's been two. It's been two months. I uh, dude, where's the time gone? It's fucking. What is it? It's fucking. June 21st already. It's April. Why? It, well, it's April 21st. 
but oh, April. But I'm, still, I can recall I'm, us. I'm saying June 21st because I was thinking of the CM Punk thing. Right, right. I, you were close. You were close. CTE, brother. It's not CTE. Hey, man. Hey, man. Sp- speaking of, speaking of, 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 we'll go back to April in a second, but like, speaking of crazy bums, I know we talked about him before, but someone That's- who I feel needs to go into the Hall of Fame because I'm going to start pitching this shit now that we're on the road to WrestleMania again. Spike Dudley, man. Yeah. I watched a video the other day. Shout out to the guys from Public Enemies Podcast. They posted like a clip video uh, nice. of, of Spike Dudley uh, taking some crazy fucking bumps, man. And I know he was out of the day or still now today. One more time. Was uh, did it, were they showing like ECW or is he still wrestling? No, no, no. They were showing like when he came over to WWE. Yeah. And oh, yeah. yeah, they threw yeah. there was one. I don't remember who it was, but there was one move where they were like power bombing him and they missed the table and he fucking smacked his head on the table and then slammed his head on the ground. And then they had some clips of, of him and, and Bork laser going at it. And uh, there was I mean, it was crazy to watch this guy just fucking destroy himself. And I don't even know yeah. how I'm five, six. I don't know how tall Spike Dudley is, but um, he looks like a little dude. And I just was like, holy shit, man. Like, is he and. What was, like, he just went for it every single time. Was that just his shtick, or was that, did that, like, develop over time? What was that? Uh, whatchamacallit, um, I had this discussion with somebody else in relations to football, because, uh, we have, uh, Smith, uh, Eagles wide receiver Smith, uh, Smith? Devontae Smith sounds right, yeah. And everybody's like, man, he's too small to be a, a wide receiver. He's too skinny, blah, blah, blah. And he, he gets hit and all this other thing. And he, he seems like he bounces right back up. <clears throat> and I was telling somebody that, you know, yeah, uh, he might be small. He might be taking hits and all that stuff. But I was like, you know, I remember when Mike Dudley was wrestling Bam Bam Bigelow. And Bigelow was just tossing him around the ring. And he was taking all these bumps. And. I, I taught this Spike. I was like, man, you all right? He's like, and Spike said to me, he's like, you know, you know what's kind of, you know what it is? You know, it's like, I think I'm just so light that I'm not hitting the mat as hard as a 300 pounder would hit. Oh. Like if I hit, um, if I took a bump at, I think I'm 320 now. If I took a 320 pound bump, I would feel a little bit more than a guy weighing buck 60. Because, you know, you know, when you figure how, you know, gravity works and the weight and stuff like that. So he's not going down as hard into the mat as, you know, I would. Or Bam Bam. Right, right. Yes. Bam Bam could just, he, he's like, Bam Bam just tossed him. And he, when he would land, it looked brutal, but it didn't hurt. It didn't kill him. So that could be this, this situation to where, like, he went to WWE and he's telling him, he's fucking having Undertaker just chokeslam him from the apron to the floor, Ugh. taking a flat back bump. And th- those things are like padded, but not that padded though, dude, dude, uh, for anybody who's never been ringside for WWE, it's like, it's like go to like an amateur wrestling meet. They're like amateur wrestling mats. There's a little bit of cush, but like, even while I was wrestling WWE, when they, they brought those things, those things came to be. I took a bump on him and it still felt like a little tingly, you know, there's certain bumps you take. You feel like a little tingle, you know, Ooh. like I, well, I was wrestling JBL. He bounced my head off the, the 
time the uh, announce desk and I, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do the uh, Ric Flair flop on the floor. And I did that. And I was, I was like, Ooh, probably should have went to a knee first and then my face, but oof, that was the, the anyway. SmackDown match, Matt, right? Yeah. 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 Anniversary of that's coming up. Crazy. Uh, we'll go into, we'll long form that in another episode coming up on the anniversary. Well, the weird thing is that was actually, it's so weird. You know, you can Google your career that aired July 7th, but it was recorded July 4th. Mm. So the anniversary is actually July 4th in a match. Everybody posts, everybody brings it up on July 7th when it's actually recorded on the 4th, but at a uh, SmackDown Raw super show. Mm. And to be clear, guys, we're not, and gals, we're not answering any questions on that. You can go into the archive and listen to Meanie talk about that in great detail. And you can also go to YouTube and find those videos. And to be clear, Meanie and JBL are fine. Everything's good. Everybody's happy now. Area. So, um, no, I just, I, I think Spike Dudley's one of those dudes that just like. Spike's great, man. He's, oh, he's man. super intelligent. Uh, he's, I don't know if he went back to, he was a school teacher. Well, he went, I think he's a school teacher. I don't know if he went back to teaching school again, but. Yeah, he was a third grade teacher assistant in San Francisco before. I'm looking at his, his uh, Wikipedia page now. And um, he was a teacher's assistant before he got into wrestling. And then now he works as a financial transition specialist. But I think he's been starting to dip his toes back into like wrestling and starting to talk about things and, and you know, coming out. But. You know, he's like, he was cruiserweight champion, European champion, hardcore champion, tag team champion in WWE, and then was a two-time tag team champion in, in ECW. I feel like that's a fucking, that's a Hall of Fame career right there. It's definitely, and to be honest, he should have went in with the Dudleys, I think. Agreed. You know? I feel like Keebler should have gone in too, if we're being fair, but they, if you're inducting the Dudleys, but I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, but there, there's been like a million Dudleys, yeah. you know, like. I mean, the, 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 the gimmick was for well, there's there was little snot Dudley and Dudley Dudley. Yep, there was dances with Dudley and then Dance. Chubby Dudley. Dances with Dudley. I forgot about dances with Dudley. Adolfo. Uh, <laughs> God, yeah, his real name's Adolfo. He's from uh, New York. One of I think another one of Johnny Rods' students. Dances with Dudley, sweetheart of a man. Amazing fucking name, man. And then there was, you know, Tubby Dudley. Shout out to Bay Ragney, who uh, has the Bay Ragney Show uh, podcast. Uh, great guitar player, too, by the way. Uh, he had a, a, a band called the Dead Gerber Babies, which is... <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, Chubby Dudley, uh, Big Dick Dudley. Uh, there's others, but, um, I mean, when you think of... The mainstays. Yeah. You know, it's Devon, Bubba, and Spike. Honestly, man. And, like, I just... I think I think Bubba might have pushed for Spike, too. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. Uh, maybe I should have texted him before I said that. But, you well, know, friend of the show, it. Bully Ray, if you're listening, you can fact check us because we would appreciate that. And, uh, you know, shout out to the Busted Open Nation. But... Um, uh, absolutely. I think when they split the Dudleys, like Devon and, and Bubba Ray, I think... If I recall correctly, I think it was Bubba Ray and Spike teamed for a while after that on SmackDown. Like, it was like, hey, if I'm not going to be with Devon, I want Spike. And yeah. I just, I don't know, man. There's just something, and I, I can hear little, or I can hear Joey Styles, the, the little Spike Dudley, just fucking 
get launched. And that video was just like watching him bounce off that ring was intense. So I feel like if we're going to, you know, why I was little Spike Dudley, right? Uh -uh. LSD. That I literally never connected that until right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You guys were everywhere, man. Yeah. You guys were anti-establishment. I love it. LSD because his character is kind of out there and trippy. Oh my God. Yeah. His initials LSD and finishing move, the acid drop. And he would stare at his hands waving in front of him. I had no idea. I didn't even think about that until I didn't even correlate that until right now. That's crazy. Yeah. Funny, man. You learn something new every day. Somebody knowledge. That's my uh, use. Well, that's useful. That is a useful knowledge. It is. Yeah. 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 So that would be my outside of, 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 of blue. Uh, that is my second choice for Philadelphia's uh, Hall of Fame induction should be little Spike Dudley into yeah. the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, fucking lo- would love to hear any like I would love to hear him talk about his career somewhere. I, I don't know if he's if anybody's out there and, and knows if you if he's out there doing a podcast or anything like that. I would I would love to check it out. But um, yeah, I was a fucking scary video. But in any event, um, what else is going on up here, man? in the mind of the meanie before we wrap up and take off for the day. Uh, I mean, dude, I'm just doing good. Um, you know, uh, always said, you know, the day after New Year's day to March is always like the shittiest time of year. And, uh, you know, sun being out shorter, shorter days, colder weather. But now, you know, the, 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 the temperature's changing. The sun's out a little bit longer, you know, um, you know, getting to leave, you know, sleep at the window open and that kind of stuff has been good for the mentals. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been thinking about mental health a lot lately, mm. a lot lately. Um, uh, you know, battled all my life, you know, growing up severe asthmatic, uh, when you're asthmatic and you can't play another kid's reindeer games, that leads to uh, bullying and that leads to being depressed. And when you're bullied and depressed and asthmatic and you can't be as athletic, that leads to uh, eating and weight gain and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, that shit's bothered me my whole life, you know, know, as a kid, you know, in in kindergarten and, uh, you know, later, a little bit later in my teens, you know, having to go to therapy and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, the past couple of months have been a little bit rough on the mentals. Like I said, it's always the worst time of year, but, uh, feeling good. And if I can, you know, just, you know, uh, on a positive note, anybody out there listening, who's uh, been struggling, just, uh, just know that everything's going to be okay. You know, I got, I got friends who are going through some shit and, uh, I try to be there and try to be a sounding board and offer advice and shit like that. And uh, anybody out there with, you know, if your mentals are bad or anything like that, just know, you know, things always get better. You know, there's always going to be a, speaking of Ted, we were talking about being tested earlier. Life's always going to test you. Just uh, always, you know, react to it as best you can. And, uh, you know, when you're, like I say, when you, when you're neck deep, deep in shit, keep your chin up high. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, uh, it's just what is something I've been thinking about a lot, you know, 
whether it's talking to friends who are, are battling or, you know, driving by myself periods of time and just having a chance to reflect, uh, you know, you know, uh, it, no, there's, there's hope. There's always hope. And there's yeah. always going to be a time where you're going to be tested. And, uh, you know, uh, if, uh, feel lonely, uh, talk to a friend. And if your friends don't listen, get new friends. And if you need help and you talk to your family, your family's not there for you, get new family, uh, family. that's not always blood. Uh, whatever you do, just try to find the things in life to make you happy and to, to get you through the day, a good day or a bad day. Just get through the day, go to bed, wake up the next morning, open your eyes, put your feet on the floor, pull your pants up and, you know, take on the day the best you can. That's a, that's a great thing. I've been, it's funny you mentioned that. I've been, I've been sort of like silently struggling for a little bit myself. Like, you know, see, you know, like I said, yeah, I've talked about it before. Like I'm, I'm still struggling with my weight and, and trying to get back to where I was and, and trying to be a little bit more forgiving on myself, you know, a little bit less hard. And I, you know, I sell photos of myself from today, from this, this outing. And I was like, holy fuck, what happened? You know what I mean? And you're like in your head and. It's hard, man. It's hard to um, it's hard to get over that. It's hard to move past that, and uh, you know, it's it's there are there were some times in my life where I felt the same way. It was just like you know, growing up with two moms and in an abusive household, and and you know, it it, it drains on you, taxes you, man. It's it's a yep. it's a it's a difficult not, and you know, there's nothing wrong with 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 you know, who your parents are or, you know, what the dynamic of your family build is. Like, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But it, it not everybody understands it. And, and especially in the 90s, you know, like, fuck, man. I, it was just you know, being a fat kid with two moms and, and just like we were already set for failure, you know, and it was and like. I, I was the fat kid who had a single mom and my grandparents. So anytime a kid didn't never, I was the guy who never had my dad around. So other kids would see that and make jokes and have things to say. And, you know, you're getting into fist fights and stuff like that. So yeah, I could totally relate to not, to not having the, the uh, traditional family. Cause I grew up not with the, I didn't have the traditional family growing up, you know? Right. And it's, it's, you know, you don't, when you don't grow up in that, in that dynamic, the nuclear, it's not like my dad wasn't around, like he was there, but it was very much like it was a contentious relationship for them for quite some time. And, um, it was hard, man. It was hard growing up. And, you know, you think about those things a lot and you're like assessing your life and it just, it, it becomes kind of overwhelming sometimes. And a lot of therapy, um, some edibles, yeah. <laughs> to, you know, to, to try to like mellow out and shit. But like, you know, yeah. I, I have really become hyper-focused on and aware, especially after Is died, um, you know, my, my mentor after, after he died, like I've been very aware of how finite and limited my life is, you know, and like it, it, it is, I thought about it the other day, like my big weight loss was 2018. That was fucking, that was five years ago now, you know, and I, I was thinking about that in a car on the way home from work and I was like, holy shit, like I can't believe it was that long ago, you know, like it, it just such a, it happens so quickly and I just want to do things that make me happy, man. Same thing with Twitter, like we talk, pull it back full circle, right? I don't want to be fucking pissed off all the time, man. Like, I don't want to be angry and fucking my, my blood pressure's up and, and just feeling like shit all the time and, and feeling like there's just like, there's a po- bottomless pit of nasty and being so 
painfully aware of the fact that like it it could end tomorrow, you know, and like I don't want it to be because of something that I did or something, you know, like taking myself as is so stupid. Like it would just be such a, a dumb thing to do. And like, yeah. I, I just, you know, I'm very much in the same boat. I'm very aware of people's, um, you know, people having the ability to talk to somebody. If they don't have anybody to talk to, then, you know, my DMs are open. You know what I mean? Like if you just need somebody to listen, sometimes people just need th- someone to listen, you know, and that's, that's it. Like you just need someone to be there. And, I People hope. need the ability to say what is wrong out loud. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I hope that anyone who's struggling with that, with that is, it has resources to, um, you know, to, 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 to talk to somebody, you know, whether it's drugs or alcohol or, or whatever your vice is, you know, unfortunately mine is food and, um, well, fortunately or unfortunately, you know, whatever you, however you want to, you know, cook, cut the cookie there. But, um, I need it. I need it, which I would. I'll probably eat six tonight. But it's like, you know, it's 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 never too late to start again. And it's never too late to pick up and 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 get moving where you were and get back to where you were. But it, once you make that decision, man, and that's that's it. Like, it, you don't get another chance at this. So I hope that anyone who's listening to this knows that we are with you and the pod squad is with you and there are plenty of people around who can assist and be there for you. And I, I just... I always feel so like I always see those stories and I feel so like helpless for them. I'm like, especially with all the shit that's been going on recently. Right. Like, you know, having to explain to my nine year old, like, you know, every day before he goes to school, don't be a hero, kitty, you know, kiddo, don't like be safe, like take care of yourself. Like that's the reality of the world that we live in. And, and um, it's hard, man. It's hard when you you have all that on your mental, but um, this is one of my favorite things to do. As I've mentioned multiple times to you, and it's the truth. I'm not bullshitting you. Uh, No cap, no cap as the kids say. Um, but this, this is a, this is a fun, this is a fun thing for me to do. And this is, this is something that I, I enjoy and, and I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be with the pod squad and, uh, I hope you're enjoying listening and I hope you enjoy listening to the show as much as we enjoy doing it. And, um, it's just a good time, man. But I want to know meaning before we wrap this episode up, where can people find you on your social media? Uh, when I'm not at McCusker's, uh, or, uh, <laughs> uh, you can follow me on all forms of social media. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I think I'm still messing on at blue BWO, uh, on all forms of social media. Uh, no check marks. Uh, if you would like to support the blue meanie, go to pro slash blue meanie. If you'd like to support Mind of the Meanie, go to wrestlingtees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Go to collarandelbowbrand.com, use coupon code Meanie, or use coupon code Mind and save 10% on their uh, their great fashionable shirts over there. Shout out to Rod Hicks uh, over there at collarandelbowbrand.com. Had a great time with him over in Indiana couple weeks ago can't which i can't believe was already a couple weeks ago uh madcatbeardcare.com uh let your beard look and look good and feel good go to madcatbeardcare.com get the blue spruce beard oil and bomb shout out to my boy josh thornton he's doing an amazing job over there uh all proceeds go to take care of feral cats in the neighborhood he rounds them up takes them to the vet sends them back out of the wild feeling a little bit better so Go to madcatbeercare.com. 
Figure Collections Bone Crushing Wrestler Series Series One of uh, the Blue Meanie and uh, the BWO variant are available now. All Series One uh, Bone Crushing Wrestlers uh, are available right now at shop.figurecollections.com. Uh, you could get the uh, standard Blue Meanie or the BWO variant, which is very limited. Go to shop figures shop figurecollections.com that shop.figurecollections.com now uh i've lined up with a new company called pod stars if you would like to have the blue mini appear on your podcast go to podstars.net that's p-o-d-s-t-a-r-z.net um i'm on there uh ken shamrock's on there various other people from different forms of entertainment are at podstars.net if you would like the blue media to appear on your podcast, go to podstars.net. Shout out to my boy, Jim Nelson over at glaciers of ice.com. Jim made a three of three only handmade custom BWO air Jordan one sneakers for Stevie Nova and myself. Each pair takes Jim about 50 hours per pair. So if you want to see his amazing hard work, amazing looking shoes, Follow Jim on all forms of social media at G-O-I kicks. That's all forms of social media at G-O-I kicks. Lastly, cameo.com slash blue mini BWO for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes. Uh, you know, let's go over, come over there to uh, cameo.com blue mini BWO, uh, get a video done and let's try to make somebody's day a little bit better. Uh, but more importantly, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you, sir? Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate you, kind sir. If you want to find me on uh, my socials, you can find me on Instagram, which I'm going to be a lot more uh, available on uh, Twitter. I'm probably going to stick around for a while. I want to see what happens, but uh, hopefully it goes back to the way it was. Mastodon, TikTok, Spoutable I've just joined as well. All you can find me at This Is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand, pal. You can go and find me there now. You can also listen to my show, Foundation Radio, by going to foundationradio.net. Lots of cool content and cool shit coming down the pipeline. Also, Meanie, as an alert for you right now, I just received the brand new designs and logos for my official, officially licensed Wrestle Buddy through Brothers Gatter. And I'll have you know, the two-pack that comes with a blue Meanie and an Adam Bernard, officially licensed, Brothers Gatter Wrestling Buddies. Now, listen, there's only 25 of these available that have been made. There will be no more of these made of of the Adam Buddies. Once they're gone and sold out, that's it. So pick yourself up a buddy right now. Comes complete with a shout-out to the 10th Ward Barbershop for allowing me to use their logo. Uh, Also has my Sparks tattoo on the right arm as well. Fully detailed and anatomically correct. And what I mean by that is I have tiny legs. So it's fully automatic there. But you can go and check them out and pick them up right now at brothersgatter.com and the pod squad's going to receive a link after this show to pick one up themselves so you can pick them up as singles or together which you should probably get together but brothersgatter.com speaking of good uh, wellness and mental health my trainer brad feinberg is available for you right now sign up for the feinberg method uh, not just physical wellness but also mental wellness at the feinbergmethod.com use promo code goober and save up to 20 percent on your entire purchase that's the FeinbergMethod.com. Go and check out my guys over there at the 10th Ward Barbershop. 
I'm going to go see them uh, this weekend to get all dolled up and prettied up. Ask for Kane and tell them Goober sent you. Go to 10thwardbarbershop.com if you're out there in the Pittsburgh, Lawrenceville area. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Foundation Radio. Pick up a shirt to support the show. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Pick up a shirt and keep the lights on at Casa de Meanie and the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth. Also want to thank, or actually thank the pod squad here and go and sign up today at patreon.com slash mind of the I also want to thank our sponsors today, Manscaped, and also the sponsors you heard at the beginning and the end of the program for keeping the show afloat. We literally cannot do the show without you. Thank you, Blue, which is your God-given name, as we know, thanks to a friend of the show, Dave LaGreca. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you who are listening to us right now for the Blue Meanie. I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mind. Peace. This episode of Mind of the Meanie is hosted and executively produced by the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. It was mixed and engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional narration is provided by the executive voice, Sam Kreps. Our intro music was performed by the Swamp Candles. Our outro music was performed by Chikara. Additional musical accompaniment is produced by Enrichment. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Mind of the Meanie and become our patron on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Find our entire show archive at mindofthemeanie.com. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production in conjunction with the MLW Radio Network. Butts Carlton Proprietor. That was Blue Meanie's brain out. The world of MLW Radio never stops. If someone you love is struggling with their mental health, you don't have to struggle alone. Call or text 988 to get resources and support from trained crisis counselors who can help you help them. 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Hope has a new number.